The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. A jury finds an Army sergeant guilty of murdering a Black Lives Matter protester. How the governor now says he plans to help him. Another cloudy day in Central Texas. We'll show you whether we get any sunshine for Easter Sunday and our next chance for rain. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. Just one day after Army Sergeant Daniel Perry was found guilty of murdering a Black Lives Matter protester in Austin, Governor Greg Abbott says he has started the process to pardon him. In a tweet posted this afternoon, the governor wrote, Texas has one of the strongest stand-your-ground laws of self-defense that cannot be nullified by a jury or a progressive district attorney. Now in Texas, the governor can only pardon someone on a recommendation from the Board of Pardons and Paroles. Abbott says he has requested the board consider a pardon recommendation for Perry and instructed the board to expedite its reviews. The jury found Perry guilty yesterday of murdering protester Garrett Foster in 2020. Jayla Washington sat down with someone with experience in this process who shares his thoughts on how the case played out in court. I am here with Mr. Rick Cooper. He is a criminal defense attorney and he is the former assistant district attorney for Travis County. Lots to talk about after that verdict came out. Were you shocked to hear that the, the jury found Daniel Perry guilty of murder? I wasn't shocked, but I was surprised. This is a type of case that had a strong defense claim. A group of protesters surrounded Mr. Perry's vehicle. He was surprised. Someone with an AK-47 approached his vehicle. Those are generally facts that, in my experience, a Travis County jury is going to associate with self-defense. What are your thoughts on, I guess, the strongest evidence that the state presented that essentially was able to persuade jurors to find Perry guilty? Social media, social media, social media. The district attorney was able to present posts made by Mr. Perry related to his desire to engage violently with protesters. In my experience, jurors believe text messages, they believe written statements, and they believe social media posts because they represent what they're really thinking. Most likely, what was behind this guilty verdict was that the Travis County jury felt that his social media messages showed that he went into this encounter with a potential intent to cause harm and not defend himself. Talk to me about what could happen next. An appeal is not likely to be successful. People think an appeal is basically a do-over or a second chance. That's not the case. Uh, the appellate courts review trials for reversible error, for violations of due process or ineffective assistance of counsel. Based on my viewing of the trial, that's likely not the situation. In a murder case like this, there is no winning. Uh, there is loss, there is grief, there is sadness. The family of Garrett Foster hopefully will have some solace and some grace from this verdict. And I hope that Mr. Perry's family can find peace as well. Rick Kofer, criminal defense attorney sitting down with me today. Thank you so much for your time, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Perry's sentencing date has not yet been set. Catch up on all of the details regarding Perry's trial on KXAN.com. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. We started off the weekend with a lot of clouds, but I've moved our Austonian camera looking due west now, and you can see this 
sliver of sunshine. That is the cloudiness trying to break apart in the western metro. I think we're running out of time, though, with sunset on the way. We may not get much sun, if any, in the metro or our eastern counties. But look at Granite Shoals. It's a beautiful end to your Saturday afternoon there, where we're actually a few degrees warmer at 66. We even have some 70s in parts of the hill country where you've seen the sun. But in the metro and our eastern counties under the clouds, it is uh, cooler in the 60s. Still, we're all warmer than yesterday by about 10 to, in some places, almost 20 degrees and this warming trend will continue. On clouds and radar, you could see basically right along the western borders of Williamson, Travis, and Hayes counties is where the back end of the clouds are. But uh, as I mentioned, about an hour and a bit until sunset. Uh, may not see much clearing here by then. So mostly cloudy for the metro and our eastern counties at 7, even though the hill country ends the day with sunshine. 9 and 11 o'clock, partly cloudy as we drop into the 50s. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll give you that Easter Sunday forecast including a tricky rain forecast to start the work week with more warmth to come. Thanks, Nick. We'll see you in a bit. Texas A&M researchers are getting closer to figuring out a disease that has stumped scientists for decades. Chronic kidney disease typically affects people who are older. But in the late 1990s, researchers discovered healthy young men working in agriculture in Central America were developing it. The researchers found the agricultural chemical paraquat does play a part in kidney disease pathology, but there are still other factors that could contribute. So really finding the cause and a way to prevent it is the way we're going to preserve life and health in these individuals in this region of the world. Chronic kidney disease is so pervasive in Central American countries that it is now the leading cause of death in that region. More than a dozen protests are scheduled today around the country, including Austin, over the ruling by a Texas judge that could restrict access to the most common abortion method in the U.S. Demonstrators with the group Rise Up for Abortion Rights met at the Capitol this evening and then marched to the Federal Plaza. They're protesting the decision by a federal judge in Amarillo ordering a hold on the FDA's approval of the abortion pill Mifepristone. The judge found the FDA's original approval 20 years ago violated regulations and that the drug poses a threat to users. The ruling will take effect in seven days, barring an appeal from the FDA. Protesters call the decision a violation of what they say is a woman's fundamental right to abortion. Still to come on KXAN, the gift that made a Texas Tech freshman set her sights on the top job at Disney and the advice she got from the guy who's got the job now. And with a blast off possibly days away, how the business of launching rockets is impacting Brownsville. It is a story of a Texas Tech freshman with a big dream. 18-year-old Corey Borkstad is pursuing a lifelong goal to become Disney's future CEO. It all started in 2008 when she was given a share of Disney stock by her grandmother, and she's attended every shareholder meeting ever since. While the company isn't looking for a new CEO just yet, the ambitious student already has one foot in the, in the castle door, with her determination gaining recognition from the current CEO, Bob Iger. I had asked um, what advice you would give to a kid who might want to be in his position someday, and he responded um, to, to keep coming to the shareholders' meetings, and he said, stay in school and just keep doing what I'm doing, and so I keep trying to live by that. Sounds like she's on the right track. But if the CEO job 
is taken when Corey graduates. She says she hopes to still work for Disney to help them make movies. Hive 62 here today as we continued our slow warm up still well below our normal, which is 79. Hey, if you haven't already marked your calendars, exactly one year from today is a total solar eclipse that passes right through Central Texas. We've got a blog on where you need to be to watch it on KXAN.com right now. In the meantime, we'll show you the slow warming trend through the next several days and some opportunities for more beneficial rainfall in first warning weather. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. The highly anticipated launch of the SpaceX Starship could be happening in the coming days. The potential launch from Brownsville is gaining a lot of attention from space enthusiasts from across the valley and beyond. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk announced this week that the Starship is fully stacked and ready to launch pending regulatory approval. Members of the South Texas Astronomical Society, or STARS Society, say having SpaceX in the valley and launching from Boca Chica is a big opportunity for everyone to enjoy. Uh, it's going to be great, and and the students are excited about it. To think that rockets are being launched from their backyard, it's a wow. This upcoming milestone is a, is a whole new, different game. I think that you know, put everything that happened before and everything that happened after, it's going to be a different world once we launch into orbital. Members of the STARS Society say the facility and test launches help boost the local economy because people travel to the region for a chance to witness history. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, still gray for most of us now, including in Georgetown from our Ewald Kubota camera there where we're right now at 61 degrees. Showing you the big picture, the clouds kind of hanging tough over the metro and our eastern counties, even though you've got sunshine uh, in uh, a good portion of the hill country here today. I think more of us get a bit more sun tomorrow, although it's not going to be the sunniest day uh, ever. Uh, what is a little difficult to see is an upper level low to the north of us spinning over Colorado right now. That's actually going to be dropping south as we head into Monday bringing us a chance of some rain. In the meantime, we've got your Easter forecast here, and I expect that clouds thicken up through the night. For those of you that saw any clearing at all, you'll lose the clearing here tonight. And then we start your Sunday morning rather cloudy. There's a low chance for a couple of sprinkles or a little bit of drizzle. In general, I think it's just going to be clouds. But then, cautiously optimistic, some breaks of sun develop as we head into your Easter Sunday afternoon, and that should help give temperatures a little bit of a boost after being in in the 60s and even 50s here the last few days. Uh, we'll climb back into the 70s we expect for most areas tomorrow. More clouds come back as we head into Monday morning. And here's that rain chance. We're seeing some computer model guidance that we look at that really brings a good chance of rain to most of the area Monday morning. But as we've been getting some of our higher resolution models uh, picking up on that Monday rain 
potential. It's really drying out a lot of the rain by the time it gets to central Texas. So you can see not a whole lot of wet weather around Monday morning. There's the potential for a few follow-up isolated storms here Monday afternoon. But we have lowered the rain chances on Monday now to just 30%. And it does look like the Hill Country actually has the highest chances of rain on Monday, which is fine because we need the rain there uh, the most right now. We're at 62 in Austin. You can see the areas that have had much more sunshine today are in the 70s. And I think we'll manage 70s here tomorrow thanks to a little more sun. Tonight's forecast, a partly to then mostly cloudy sky. Overnight lows drop down to 56. It's another great night to open up the windows just a little bit. Let that fresh air in your home before temperatures start to get too hot and eventually humid to do that. Here's how your Easter looks. A gray start, 57 at 8. Still mostly cloudy at noon and 64. And there's your mix of sun and clouds in the afternoon with a high approaching 72 here tomorrow. And then temperatures keep warming. Mid-70s Monday, Tuesday. Upper 70s Wednesday. And then the 80s return by Thursday and beyond and into next weekend. At least we're not dealing with a ton of humidity coming our way too. From comfy, uh, comfy to just a little bit muggy here over the next week. But really no stickiness to talk about. After our little rain chances on Monday. We wait until the end of the week, if not into next weekend, for our next best rain chances coming next Saturday. Overall, over the next week, looking like a tenth to half an inch of rainfall here in Central Texas. Hopefully, uh, we trend a little wetter than that as we approach next weekend. Although it's never fun when the rain comes on the weekend, we still need it regardless of the day. Look at our first warning weather seven-day forecast. You see those temperatures climbing, and you see those rain chances peaking on Monday and then Saturday. We do have some low 10% rain chances Tuesday and Friday though. This is KXAN Sports brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. The season is almost over for the San Antonio Spurs. They wrapped up their swing in Austin today playing their final designated home game at the Moody Center. Greg Popovich in the house talking to a very special guest. That's Hall of Fame inductee and former sport Spurs guard Tony Parker. Spurs trying to play spoiler to the Minnesota Timberwolves who needed to win to keep their play in. Hopes alive first quarter. Trey Jones, tough bucket right there to tie the game up at 30. He had a great day uh, for the Spurs. Then Kata Bates Diop off the miss. Rebound and dunk. That would tie the game up at 39. But then Minnesota would open it up here in the second quarter. Carl Anthony Towns, they call him Cat. The big cat drains a three-pointer to put the T-Wolves up by six. Then after a Mike Conley miss, Anthony Edwards, who scored 33, he's going to pass it off to Jade McDaniels for the three-pointer in the corner. And the Timberwolves go up by 19. Spurs still down big here, but they're scrapping Trey Jones off the miss. Timberwolves seem to recover, but Trey Jones sneaks in there, gets it back, and scores. Mike Conley. The three-pointer, yeah, he's still playing, by the way, drains it. Minnesota up by 23, wouldn't look, look back. Spurs lose their final home game, 151 to 131. They split their Spurs in Austin swing at the Moody Center. You know, obviously, people enjoy it. Uh, it's great to see the place packed like that. Uh, you know, it's a great town, uh, so hopefully we'll be doing it more. Winning is most important to me, and, um, you know, I hate losing and um, hate not being able to be in a position to compete in the postseason this year. But, um, you know, personally, um, I feel like um, I'm in a good position right now and made a lot of strides this year. Yep, Spurs definitely not making the playoffs this year. 20 wins so far there, so uh, San Antonio trying to 
get things going one last time. They've got one last regular season game before they head to the offseason. All right, MLS Austin FC returns to action tonight in L.A. to take on LAFC. We've got the club's thoughts on tonight's match when sports continues after this. Keep it here. Austin FC returns to action tonight in the City of Angels to face a foe who they have plenty of history with. Last time Austin FC walked off the field after playing LAFC, their season was over in the Western Conference Final when they fell 3-0. Once again, LAFC is near the top of the standings in the West, currently sitting in third place even though they have two ties. LAFC has not yet felt the sting of a loss this year. Austin FC hoping to be the first club to do that. Also bring some good fortune on their side, which has not exactly been abundant so far this season. They were one of the most successful team in the team and the toughest, toughest teams in the league. So for sure we have to put the best performance to get points there. Especially with them being the team that knocked us out last year, it's definitely a little has a little more edge to it, um, a little more important. But we're still going to go out there, put out our best our best performances, and hopefully we can get the the, the three points on the road. Six thirty start. Austin FC's home Q2 stadium hosted the U.S. women's national team's friendly against Ireland. It had all the awesome pageantry fitting for an international match. 37th minute, USA getting to work here. Emily Fox's goal puts them on the board. That's her first international goal as the member of the U.S. women's national team. Then in the 80th minute, Lindsay Horan's goal on the PK makes it 2-0 USA. They win by that score. Another fine performance on the pitch at Q2 stadium. The U.S. and Ireland will meet again on Tuesday in St. Louis. UT Baseball lost to Kansas State, 6-5. Series finale is tomorrow at 1 o'clock at the dish. And UT Softball completed the sweep of Iowa State, knocking off the Cyclones 9-1. Finally, the third round of the Masters suspended due to weather again. Brooks Kepka still in first place. All right, John. And happy birthday. That's right. It's not my birthday. Well, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. Yeah, that's it's right. one of us. I thought he was looking his, at me. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, He's got one this year, too. We are twins. See, I have one this year as well. You're yeah, right about that. Funny about that. No, oh, we, we lost our time for weather. Well, happy Sorry. birthday to you. It, it was worth Sorry. it. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you back here at 10 o'clock. Take care. I, my pointing was... <laughs>